Welcome back to the Modern Creative Podcast, where I chat all about creative entrepreneurship and how to grow your calligraphy business. And in this episode, I'm chatting about all the business lessons that I've learned in 2021. This is something that we've done since 2018, which is when Modern Creative Podcast first launched. It feels like forever ago because I am recording this in December 2021. And with the pandemic, it just seems so far away or so long ago because what is time folks, but I'm here. I'm keeping it alive. The tradition of business lessons from the year alive. So there's my Diana shout out. Hope she's listening, but I would also love to learn more about any lessons that you have learned this year. So be sure to let me know over at modern creative podcast on Instagram or joycechristine.co on Instagram as well. So growing a business is an emotional roller coaster. I know that you know that. And I actually wasn't the greatest at documenting what worked and what didn't work for me in 2021. So maybe that's actually a lesson and something that I need to do in 2022 or get better at in 2022. But as I am, like I said, recording this in December, 2021, I do have a few lessons I want to share with you. And here's hoping that I didn't already say these last year or the year before, because what the hell Joyce learn your lessons, but I'm also going to be using this as a teaching moment. So stick around, listen to the lessons that I have to share because I do have teaching moments at the end of each one. So let's get started. So my first lesson that I learned in 2021 is that you need content to fill your funnel. We know that, but then after, you know, going through something, a lesson really hits home, right? So I did not meet my email list growth goals this year. I just straight up did not. Actually, I have a smaller email list now than I did at the start of the year. And that's because I cleaned my list a lot. Like I literally deleted 3000 people. I thought about not doing that. I thought about not doing that uh, because that number to me is large and I remember just having to do that. And you know what? It's great because when you clean up your list, you actually have people on there that are more engaged and actually want to listen to you or learn from you or purchase from you, like whatever it may be versus people that maybe you're not opening, but I clean my list a lot. I actually have less people now than I did in January of 2021. But after doing that cleaning, you know, I felt good and was like, okay, well now we're going to get like more open rates, more click-through rates. Growth actually slowed because around the time of me cleaning my list is when season two of the podcast ended. Now you don't always need to create new content every week, but I also just kind of stopped repurposing content through a podcast, obviously, because the podcast we thought was going to be done forever. And then I also kind of stopped caring about Instagram a while ago, if we're being honest. So there's not really a lot of consistent content happening on Instagram for me. The podcast was ending and those two platforms really are what fed my funnel. So while people were still finding out about the podcast and podcast listeners grew and we still got downloads, even when I thought it was done forever, the act of me like not promoting something new every week wasn't really top of mind. And my funnel starts with content, like I said. So if someone were to hear me mention something like the calligraphy business blueprint, which you can get at calligraphyblueprint.com, by the way, then I capture their email 
And then they go through my nurture sequence and we start to build a relationship, right? But if I'm not having new content and then also reminding people about any way that they can get free, valuable, you know, content or tools for me, like calligraphy business blueprint. I feel like a bad, <laughs> feel like a bad uh, promo or whatnot there, but there was no way for my list to grow. So what I'm going to try and do better for the next year, my goal is actually to release an episode of the modern creative podcast each week in 2022 whole year, 52 weeks, or however many Mondays, it should be 52 Mondays, right? Who knows? Maybe I get a bonus Monday in there, but it's my goal to bring you helpful, valuable, and free content like my calligraphy business blueprint. Now I'm just on this like crazy opt-in lead magnet plug (laughs) for this lesson, but it shares five things that you can do to see consistent and predictable revenue in your calligraphy business. So if you do want that, the link is in the bio, or you can go to calligraphyblueprint.com. I'm not going to say it anymore for the rest of this episode, I promise. So that's my lesson and what I'm committing to weekly episodes of the modern creative podcast, which will then be repurposed on Instagram and YouTube as well. And my teaching moment here for this whole lesson number one of you need content to feed your funnel. If email list growth is important to you, and that's definitely something that I'm focusing on this year, I want to double my list size this year. I think that it should be important to all business owners growing your email list. It will require you to regularly promote your content and your lead magnet. So don't forget about that. When you have your new blog post or your new YouTube video, share it on your other platforms, share it with your list. And within that content itself, be sure that you are sharing your free tools, your opt-in, your free class, whatever it is, so that you can also see people join your list. And so you can nurture people once they get on your list. So the second lesson that I learned in 2021 is that you need to make your business flexible and as automated as possible. Now, if you're new here, I love automations. If you're not new here, this doesn't surprise you, but this lesson really became clear to me in 2021 because of life things happening. So my health was a mess this year. And so was my personal life, not my husband or our dogs or anything, but just personal life was a little bit of a mess. And 2021 for me personally, like outside of getting married and getting a new creative role at my current company, it sucked like period, (laughs) just 2021 really sucked for me. Um, just sucked balls. I don't even know if I can say that. I say balls in real life when I don't want to curse, like, oh, balls. So much so, fun fact, tangent. I remember showing this to Sheena, another Sheena shout out. iPhone ended up learning to capitalize balls whenever I would send text messages. That's a tangent and a story, but we'll get back to my point here. So in 2021, I started it with an appendix. And then I launched Calligraphy Biz Summit round two in February or March, that time frame this year. And if I didn't have everything scheduled and automated, it would have led to me having to cancel that summit that I hosted, Calligraphy Biz Summit, if you joined. And that was a five-figure week for my business. So I just, I couldn't imagine, you know, having to have like emergency surgery and then also missing out on business revenue. Luckily, I didn't have to because I was able to automate and schedule things out. 
And after I lost my appendix, which is not, you know, not a big deal. It's a general surgery or whatnot. It was my first surgery ever in my life, but it's common. I had many more physical issues throughout the year and health issues just kept getting worse. I didn't catch COVID or anything like knock on wood, knock, I want to knock on wood, but we are recording. I've never had that, but there were more ER visits and more anesthesia in 2021, always around launches. I have a little bit of PTSD around launches, if I'm going to be honest. So I don't know what that was all about, but every time I did have a launch, I was able to keep my plans and my launches going forward because I schedule things prior and because I have a system or a workflow in place for launches now that I have done many of them over the years since starting my business. I did have to cancel being on a panel for my friend Aaliyah's event really last minute. And I felt really bad about that, but it did require me to like be there and not pre-recorded. So that wasn't something that I could really get around, but I was able to let my audience know about that event of Aaliyah's before again, my, my health issues and being in the hospital again. So what I'm going to try and do better in 2022 is actually not end up in the hospital, but seriously, no, like seriously, if I could do that, that'd be amazing. But what I'm actually going to try and do better is I'm going to give myself even more of a launch runway, if you will. So a launch runway to prep things even further out. So at the time of this recording, December, 2021, I'm actually planning six months away. Like I'm working on an event that I'm going to host or well, we'll just keep it at that. That is actually six months away. Typically I would actually plan things maybe three to four months in advance, but I am like stretching that runway, if you will, because of what I've learned in 2021. I want everything scheduled and automated way before it has to be because you never know what's going to happen. And I don't want my business to stop. And I don't want my business to lose out on revenue because of that. So teaching moment for this lesson. So because you know when those collaborations are happening or when your launches are happening, ideally months ahead of time, right? You're not working on something that's going to go live like two weeks from now, your emails and your social media, like that can all be scheduled. You can pre-record anything that requires you to be on video, like stories or IG lives. And that's all so that you can also be in the ER like Joyce and still generate revenue. And obviously that is the silver lining there because I didn't have to cancel anything this year, but I would have preferred no hospital visits. But again, we don't know what life is going to throw us. And I would have felt horrible if I had to cancel my summit back in February. And so I'm just really glad I didn't have to do that either. So schedule out and automate as much as possible. Okay. Business lesson number three is it is okay to try something new, even after you niche down. So I hosted calligraphy biz summit round two, like I said earlier in the year. And I also created the calligraphy business bundle, which was a bundle of, you know, business resources, classes and guides and templates 
to help calligraphy business owners. Those were two like new things for me, even after I niched down to just having like my signature program, calligraphy business school. So those were both lower cost offers for calligraphy business owners. And it was really great because I got to collaborate with many other calligraphy business owners and creative business owners as they contributed to the summit and to the bundle. So while my main offer and the main way to work with me as your business coach is through Calligraphy Business School, I tried something new even after niching down to that one offer. And the audiences are the same, right? Like I serve calligraphy business owners, but there is a difference between someone who is ready to invest in my signature program that costs about $800 at the time of this recording with someone who maybe is just calligraphy business curious or just started their business a week ago, but they still want as much helpful advice as possible. So they could get that through the summit or the bundle. And I was definitely in a mindset before offering those two things. Uh, I just, I just had to promote calligraphy business school. That was my one thing. And it's like the only thing I could do for forever now that I've found it. I don't know why, because I called it my signature or something. And it is easier, honestly, to just have one thing to promote. And I was trying to make business easier, but I also felt called to do these other offers to help that calligraphy business owner who is newer to business, like I mentioned. I just had to be okay with kind of breaking this random rule that I made for myself that I would only sell calligraphy business school for the year of 2021, which is hard sometimes, right? Like you are going back on what you told yourself, but it was really about me getting clear on why I wanted to offer the bundle and host the summit again. And it was about me getting clear on that and who it would help. And I just went ahead with it and I, I don't regret it. And I think going forward, I will do maybe one a year, like one type of collaboration event or bundle a year while still having calligraphy business school be my main focus. So what I'm going to do better in 2022, I am still working on the details for that next thing that I will have in a few months. And with any launch, you know, it's very important to have that facts over feelings mentality. So facts being data with any launch, you are actually able to pull your numbers for your sales page, your conversion rates, your email opens and so forth. You're able to look at that. And that actually gives you like a very clear action plan on what you want to do to improve for the next time. So what I'm going to work better on is taking all that data and hopefully improving the next round of whatever it is that I offer secret still at the time of this recording. So teaching moment, even after you find your thing, your niche, it is okay to try new things. You don't have to just promote one thing or whatever you've been promoting in the past or whatever you're known for. If you want to serve your audience in a new way, or you want to try something new to spice things up for yourself and your business, you can do it. Reminder, you are the CEO, you know your audience best, and you know how to serve them best. And so just go with however you're feeling, but also gather all that data so you can improve upon it next time. The fourth lesson I have from 2021 is that it's okay to go back to something. I mean, obviously my biggest example is here on the podcast, the Modern Creative Podcast. So if you listen to the end of season two, you know that Diana and I actually intended for the podcast to just completely end then. 
And if you listen to the first episode of season three, episode number 121, then you know that I decided to bring the podcast back, obviously, but solo and with a focus on calligraphy business topics instead of the broader like creative business community. So the big lesson here is just to be honest with yourself and your reasons if you want to bring something back into your business. So the person who's going going to notice this the most is you. It is very, very unlikely that someone will say, oh, no, you said you were done and here you are again and I hate you (laughs) or whatever your worst case feedback is. Like that's probably not going to happen. No one has told me that they are upset. I brought the podcast back, for example. So as long as you're super clear on your reason why you want to bring something back and you also have a strategy going on behind the scenes, you are in business after all, then it is okay. So that is the beauty of running your calligraphy business, right? Again, you are the CEO, you set the rules. For me, I truly missed podcasting. It's fun for me, but it also, if I'm honest, feels easy for me to consistently produce on top of life and on top of day job things. I did try YouTube for a little bit and my struggle there was that I just felt this need that it needed to be more polished. And so I had a hard time creating videos. And even though I have this video version of the podcast, obviously, you know, that if you're watching me on YouTube, for some reason in my mind, approaching modern creative as a podcast first, just feels easier than YouTube. And so that's another reason why I know that this is the platform for me. And it's also my main source of content. It is my main content vehicle, if you will. So some people blog, some people have YouTube channels and I podcast. So what I'm going to do better in 2022, I'm going to bring you more content and guests to speak specifically about calligraphy business things. And your first guest is actually coming in January. And the teaching moment here, like for the 15th time, Joyce, is that you are the CEO, you are the owner of your calligraphy business, and you're most likely a solopreneur. And while at a day job or at school, we're so used to asking for permission or getting things cleared, you know, you don't have to ask for permission to make changes in your business. And it is hard sometimes to step out of that mindset when you're the boss, and especially if you have a day job, you actually have a boss, right? So if it feels good and it makes sense, just do it, whatever it is for you. And you know what? Bonus teaching moment. If you don't want to go back to something or you no longer want to do something in your business, like you just feel that, then that's okay too. You can drop it. And the fifth and last lesson from 2021 is that you don't have to be everywhere. So who remembers clubhouse. Are you still on that? I mean, if you are, that is cool. Tell me all about it because I was on it for like a week and it was a lot and I'm still confused about clubhouse. But my point here is I remember everyone just wanting to be on that platform. It was like invite only and all of that. And it just led to me personally stressing about another thing, I guess for a week, because I was a little bit confused, new platform. And also it was just this other thing I had to keep up with. So I didn't. And then I think the hype died down as well. So you don't have to be everywhere. Be on the platforms that you actually enjoy and that you have a strategy for, and that makes sense for your business. So I stopped being active on Pinterest, for example, and I know a lot of calligraphers on are on Pinterest. And if you are like a wedding calligrapher, I think that makes total 
sense. But if you're not like really think about if it's something that makes sense for you. I know that I just didn't have the space for it. And even when using a tool or like a software to automate pins, I just, I didn't have the space for it. I could have tried maybe more and really got clear data if this was something that I wanted to invest in, but I just, I just stopped. It just didn't feel right to me. It doesn't really make sense for me right now. I'm not on there and I might be in the future, but I have no immediate plans. And it felt really good to say like, no, I'm just focusing on Instagram and the podcast. And I am definitely not on Pinterest. So pick your main content blogs, YouTube, again, podcasting, a weekly live, maybe that you do on Instagram or on your business page, and then get people on your list and nurture them regularly and then get on social, like pick your social platform. This is where I'm like, you don't have to be on all of them. It's probably going to be Instagram or maybe TikTok at the time of this recording to really build your community. So you want your content, you want your email list and you want your audience there. And then you want social to just really be a community builder. You don't have to be on all of the social channels and you just need to create for one platform and repurpose if you would like, kind of like how I repurpose the podcast into a YouTube video and an Instagram video, for example, but I am a podcast first. So what I'm going to do better in 2022 I kind of forced myself to do Pinterest longer than I wanted to, if I'm being honest. And like I said, it felt really good to take something off of my should list. Like you should do this. You should do that. Maybe my overall message here in this whole episode is you're the CEO. You could do whatever you want. That is my teaching moment for this lesson you're the CEO, you can do whatever you want, right? So thank you so much for tuning in, whether that was on Apple, Spotify, or even YouTube. If you are on Apple, I would love it if you could rate the podcast and leave a review. And I said, I wasn't going to say it one more time, but I lied because here it is calligraphyblueprint.com is where you can grab my calligraphy business blueprint that shows you five ways that you can make consistent and predictable revenue in your calligraphy business. And also I'm going to be doing something new, which is to share more tips with my close friends over on Instagram. So if you are on Instagram, be sure to follow me at joycechristine.co and just DM me saying close friends, or I want to be on your close friends list because I'm going to share weekly business tips with the those that are on my close friends list starting in the new year. As always, thank you for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.